0: things, books and, books and things, things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Starting at five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, Welcome to, to books and things. things. Wow, <laughs> we got it like right in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> this will be good because Alex will know when it, when it starts. Else, so it doesn't have to like look for when we actually start uh recording. Should we talk about our review? Yes, okay. So, we want to talk about two things. Um, should we go with like the not so good first? Yeah, then because I, yeah, that way we can then go with like the happy news after, okay. All right, Judith, you want
1: to share about that? Um, So I got some news and then I was really excited and then I was like, oh, I wonder what our reviews are on Apple Podcasts. And then like someone put a one star on this. (laughs) (laughs) And what it said, which I thought was hilarious. I was too happy to be upset. Um, What it had said was, I should have had it out. It said, I started listening to this episode but the, uh, about the turn of the key. Turned it off after five minutes. Not interested in the description of your hangover.
0: <laughs> so we wanted to clear that out. <laughs> and say, we're like, like books and things. things. Yeah, we talk about things. And also, like, I mean, we're not that serious even when we do start talking about the book. So yeah. you're going to get information about our lives. Um, and we hope that. That helps you connect more with With us. us. And um, because we want this to be more than you come in here and we're like, so today we're going to talk about the turn of the cube. Yeah. And then it's like very, very serious because that's not who we are. Not at all. We're not serious people. (laughs) And and our reviews are actually, I mean, of books, we're not doing it um, per se to scholarly scholarly, (laughs) or we're not discussing like... uh, Literature in like, whatever, yeah, yeah, like in a. We're just like we're not. You know, it's that's not our meandle. major. <laughs> about <laughs> books, we're here where we read a book and then we kind of tell you what it's about and we'll take you through the story through our eyes. Yep. Um, we might miss things like theme. <laughs> and character development and all that. Names of characters, main <laughs> cases. How characters die. You know, we might accidentally tell you it's a different person. <laughs> we might like, interpret it our own way. It's
1: fine. That's how movies are made, right?
0: But overall, we give you a summary that then later you can go and decide if you want to read the book on your own. And, and if you don't, then you just learned a, l- a little bit of something. You got to hear Judith and I chat and all of our sidebars, which are there for you, I don't know, we want you to feel more connected with us and really get to know us on a personal level, level what is going on through our lives. And, and if you don't want to listen to us, sidebar, skip it. Skip it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then the good news, which actually led Judith to that, was, um, I don't know if I can say the name, so I'm not going to, just in case. Just their
1: first initial? A?
0: Yeah. This person will know who they are because I'm going to say some stuff in the email. But uh, it's an email with subject, hello from a new listener, exclamation mark. And when I saw that, that just made me so happy because besides our friends. Other people we harassed to listen. To, other people we told, you better listen to us and and have emailed us. This is the first time that we are not harassing. We're not <laughs> harassing. Um, just somebody that from their own free will, <laughs> decided to listen to us. Um, and write a really great email. I know. I, I was so happy. I was like, Judith, look at this email. Um, I apologize. I have not replied to you. Um, but you're getting a, a shout out here. You know who you are. A-H. <laughs> I don't know how this works if like, we're, suppo- yeah, if we're I, allowed I, to say I, people's names. I wouldn't. <laughs> um. But it's very sweet. Uh, uh, He goes on to say. um, He corrected
1: us and you know, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it was
0: it was done in a very uh, positive way where, you know, I was not upset. You know, I was like, hey, Roxanne and Judith, um, they've been enjoying our podcast and enjoying our convivial book recaps quite a bit. Um, they talk about In the Cabin at the End of the World. It was actually Sabrina, not Eric, who killed Leonard. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and, and I like their um, take on the book. It says, while this book was uh, this book could get slow at times, it was generally suspenseful enough to keep me hooked, and I came away feeling satisfied with the concluding theme, hope and love being more powerful than fear and despair. Wow. Like, this person picked up a theme. This is what we do not do. <laughs> <laughs> but this person did it very well. And, and yeah, I get it. I mean, I – did I finish that book? No, I did no, not. No, did not. Uh, but I get it. Like, especially after Judith told me the ending, um, yes, that's definitely a theme. And I, after that, I, I, I turned to Alex and I said, we should discuss theme more often. Like, when we're done with a book, we should at least say what we thought the theme was. Um, and then, okay, <laughs> and then, um, and then, you know, we might do it if we remember, if we don't, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll say a theme and we'll probably be wrong, but, you know, we tried.
0: Yeah, and it's then fine. they did, um, go ahead and, um, Recommended. Yeah, they talked about the turn of the key, and then they gave us two recommendations, so, um. At the end, we'll go ahead and let you know which, which one, one we're going with um, because we're very happy that somebody, like I, like we said, that we did not harass, went ahead and emailed us. And so we're going to do what we want to do, which mm-hmm. is uh, use those recommendations from yeah. people.
1: Because I, I like being open about new recommendations. Um, sometimes we get stuck in the loop of... <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> themes like thriller 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 and then <laughs> but, uh, we love thriller but it's fine
1: and um this will help us just have a more knowledge base of books that we might have never thought of maybe picking up and yeah you know, i love recommendations because um it just gives me that like do i like it or do i not like it kind of thing yeah and but thank you so much a h mm-hmm. um we enjoyed reading your email it honestly made our night
0: I know. Um, I think after that, I I told Alex, I'm like, get on Anchor and see how many views we've had. And, you know, they've gone up a bit. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, And yeah, so don't forget to tell a friend. So yeah, the rule is you tell five friends. And then they have to tell Tell five five friends. friends. Okay. Um, We hope you are enjoying your day wherever you're listening to our audience out there, Judith and I are now sitting here with um a Cafecito, coffee. A, coffee. A, a
1: coffee. coffee. Oh, I love how coffee. But sorry, I like <laughs> yells. <laughs> wow. Is that okay, so like now we're on a table. <laughs> so you feel like you can project yeah, more. I'm just like,
0: Ugh. <laughs> I know.
1: But yeah, thank you so much. Um, that was great.
0: Yeah. it it really um what is it validates, you know everything that we're doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh let's see. Okay, so let's start off with something like Gravity by Amber Smith. All right, so did you like it? I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: It was really cute. It was like really like mm. heartwarming. I was <laughs> 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 like, what was that? Oh, I thought <laughs> it was a car. Oh, <laughs> <All> <laughs> went, it like, My stomach. <laughs> sorry. A slow down, speed racer. There's like <laughs> you no way for cars know. to come
0: this way. That's why I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry, that was my neighbor upstairs. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> i really
1: enjoyed this book it was really like heartwarming and like light and
0: cute definitely predictable yeah i mean yes and no like the ending the ending did not but like but it, it makes
1: sense yeah it totally does and i was like yeah
0: okay so um i'm gonna do the book report this week so something like gravity, we it's a dual perspective. So you're going between Chris and Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna start off with Chris. Um in the opening scene, I guess, he's being driven somewhere. And you mm-hmm. can tell like something bad happened, or for some reason he's gonna go live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And his mom is really upset with him. Mm-hmm. Um his dad is kind of like yeah. Eh, you know? Um, and so he we kind of get flashbacks about something happened to him, but we're unsure. And I think uh yeah, so like uh what we get flashbacks to is that at some point he was really badly bullied to the point where he was hospitalized. Yeah. Um, and so he's going to live with his aunt. Then we go into Maya and what we know about her, she – and I think they're going from Buffalo. So Chris is coming from Buffalo, and he's traveling to North Carolina, I believe. It's like a small town. Everybody knows everybody kind of a thing. And um,
1: Would you live in a small town like that? I, w-
0: I would say no. Like a little pueblito? I would say no because I feel like I would get really – um sad for like like depressed of not having a a target target. (laughs) you you get what did they have a big mart or a? I think that's what it was called yeah Yeah. um i don't know but then i all because of who i am i don't go out that often no starbucks i don't do i don't i'm not out going anywhere so like in a way that type of lifestyle would be conducive for me because like that's who I am. Um, I don't know. I guess it would depend on my views. My views, like, is it a lot of greenery? Then I'd be like, okay, the the view is worth being so isolated.
1: Okay. No, but then you get murdered.
0: That's true. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Side <laughs> sidebar. I'm on the last episode of the Night, Night stalker. stalker series.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start it because I'm excited. But I I, I, I start I, – Wanted to start WandaVision and I didn't. I'm so upset with myself.
0: I haven't heard of that. For sure. Why? You've heard of it? Yeah, it's a Marvel show. it came on Plus. Oh, yeah. You, you told me about it. And I then, told no, you. You told me about it. Judith did. And I was like, who's Wanda? Did I know. <laughs> it was, like, it was like the girl from Marvel. And then and then I still didn't get it. And then I was like, show me a picture because I'm a very visual person. And then you showed me the picture and I was like, like I still I don't know. know. I was like,
1: god damn. Okay, fine. I was like, you know what? Whatever. It doesn't even matter. At this point, like, you're uh, not going to watch
0: it. <laughs> I mean, I might do, I, but I don't know. Okay. So I was on the last episode. I think I only have like 20 minutes left of Night Stalker. And um, yeah, I'm going to be home by myself tomorrow. And I'm kind of scared because I wasn't up until... Like, I can do pictures and everything, um, but when they showed his face, which they don't show his face till until the last episode, and they do, like, long shots of close-up of his face and his eyes. The like, Richard at one Burmares? point, I had to look away, and I was like, I can't look at yeah, him. he's scary looking. He's, his eyes are scary, and that's what everybody says, that he has scary eyes. And so, for me, it's like, well... When they were talking about it before they were showing his picture, I was like, well, if you already know he's done murderous things, you're going to look at him, you're going to be like, oh, he looks scary.
1: Like Ted Bundy.
0: Yeah. But if you didn't know anything, you just saw him, you might be like, oh, another person walking down the street. But then when you did see him, you were like, oh, my gosh, he looks scary. Yeah. And I've known about uh, Richard Ramirez, like, obviously, with My Favorite Murder, like, they've talked about him a lot and other crime stuff, but... I think the documentary was pretty well made. Awesome.
1: I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah. I was texting you because I thought you would have. Anyways. Sorry. So now we're going back. Back, back, back. Come back. (laughs) Wait, would you live in a small town? No. No? Yeah, I don't see you. I don't see me in a... I'd be like David from Shit's Creek. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where are the towels? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So that'd be me, yeah. But, I mean, he eventually stays there, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so.
0: I think I could potentially, like, I want to say that I don't, but then I, I feel like I would be fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It would be like a 50-50. It's like a fifty-fifty for me. Like, I can see myself doing it. Like, I would get like have a big adjustment, but mm-hmm. I'm also kind of like, eh.
0: see, I like that feeling. Of, of murderous people. No. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, But I do like the feeling of like, if I go somewhere often enough, they know me.
1: I don't like that feeling.
0: You don't? People don't know me. Like, <laughs> like when I go to Starbucks and they're like,
1: hi, it's you. It's been a while. And I'm like, mm, got to change Starbucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was this place when we lived in uh, Palmdale, Lancaster that we would go to this Thai place and as soon as I walked in through the door, the lady knew Alex and I and sometimes I would get there before Alex would and she would just tell me, sit down, sit down. Okay, so two veggie spring rolls, extra peanut butter sauce and I would be like, "Yes." Yeah. so like by the time I walked in the door, she was already preparing like our order.
1: I mean, I guess for that, yeah.
0: And then she would come over and she would talk to us yeah, like, how are you? <laughs> and that's usually my attitude too, but I don't know. It was something nice about that. And yeah, I, that's cute. And, and I think, um, and I would always tell, like, this is just, like, silly, but I would tell him, like, I just want to go somewhere where they know us, and then the one day we come in, we're, like, we're engaged, and they're, like, oh, we're so happy, and then we come in, we're married, and then, oh, my goodness, and, and then, they're, like, they've known us, yeah. um, but then we le- then we moved, and then that was that. We've never seen the lady again. And then you've never had sushi here before. And I've never had sushi here before. Well, just that one time with you and the girls. Yeah. Okay, okay. Back to this, back to this. <laughs> they hate us. That's why we get one-star reviews. Yeah. cares about your character development? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Alex just said, nobody, nobody cares, cares about, about your, your
1: character development. Damn. Psst. Shots fired. You know what? Would you Look like at s- the
0: couch, Alex. It looks very comfy. Would
1: you like me to get you some ice for that burn? Judith, get out of here.
0: <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> okay so maya is from this small small town town that chris is coming to (laughs) so what we know about her is she wants to get to know her older sister better um and we find out that her older sister named mallory has passed away we still don't know how but she she uh is introduced um like, running around town, basically, on her bike, and she has a camera that belonged to Mallory because Mallory used to, like, to take a lot of pictures around town. So, she has this camera, um, and she's not taking pictures, but she just likes to hold up the lens to previous pictures that her sister had taken. So, like, let's say Mallory took a picture of my living room. Mm -hmm. Then, um, Maya's like goal would be to come to the living room and t- just put up the camera to that same spot and basically stand in the same way to get that same shot in her lens, but not necessarily take the picture. Uh-huh. So you're like, okay, this is her like going through, through grief. grief because she's like um trying to get to know her sister who she didn't have the best relationship with. Um so then on um, this Chris is coming into town. He comes into town, he goes to his aunts, his parents are they are there, and then I guess he gets a car, mm-hmm. right? So he yeah. goes out and he's driving this car. <laughs> and he's out in I don't know, the way I imagine it, it's like the middle of nowhere and it's just a street and trees on the sides. And <laughs> some m- bushes. Some bushes. And then Maya is standing in the middle of the road. Because she's holding the camera, something happens, but she's basically just standing there. And um, Chris had been playing with the radio, so when he looks up, he sees her, and he breaks, because- and he almost hits her, but he doesn't. But he almost does.
1: And that's their first interaction. Yeah,
0: and so she turns around and points the camera at him, and it makes it look like there, was, like she took a picture. Sure. And then she just gets on her bike and leaves. So it's like she's not even freaked out or anything. And she even says like the experience was kind of like exhilarating to her Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so that yeah that was like their first encounter so then um so then we're back to chris and now chris is talking about all the pain that girls walk around with and this was like so relatable (laughs) Like yes i loved um i don't think i mentioned it yet so i'm gonna wait um, but, yeah, so he, he talks about how girls have to walk around with, like, being perfect and these expectations of yourself and how boys look at you and how girls look at you. like How adults look at you. Yeah, and so, like, these expectations of girls, and it was so relatable. I loved the way it was written. Me too. Um, and then he starts to talk about his transitioning. So he went from Christina to Chris.
1: Like it, he he started doing it like very subtly. Like at mm-hmm. first, he's like, "I don't want to be called Christine anymore. I want to be called Chris." Yeah, and, and then, I think
0: he told his parents like, "Oh, they already call me Chris for short for Christina." Yeah. And then
1: he came out to them like, "Oh, like I like girls." Mm-hmm. And then like he did it like little by little, and then like I think once he's all like, "Like I'm trans," that things really started to change for him.
0: Yeah, because I think his mom was very supportive at first, like, when... Yeah, like,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, you're gay, like, that's fine, that's, you know... Yeah,
0: even with, like, his clothing, (laughs) so, you know, he would say, like, I want to buy this type of clothes, like, Mm -hmm. more tomboy look Then Mm -hmm. she would buy it for him. Mm -hmm. The day he wanted to shave his hair and, like, cut it, Mm -hmm. like, his mom was like, oh, like, that's badass, and, Uh like, very supportive, but yes, like you mentioned, the... I don't even think it was when he wanted to be trans i think it's when he he was uh hurt yeah that that's when his mom and later i talk about it about yes. his mom's per- yes. perspective yes. so I'm, we're gonna hold off
1: yes because i wasn't like sure i was like why like where does his her, his mom go off like not supporting <laughs> <laughs> excuse me alex we made Alex a cup of coffee, and, you know, we just turned around, and he's, like, pouring some, He's I'm making
0: like, it an Irish coffee. Liqueur. Ew, that's gonna kill it. That, we didn't like how that tasted. Yeah, that's what you get. Um,
1: <clears throat> I wrote down a line that he said that, like, really, like, made
0: impacted me want, you. I wanted to cry,
1: because yeah. I was like... It
0: doesn't spoil anything yet, right?
1: No, it's, like, when he's talking to... Like, he's, like, telling his best friend... Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, like, I want to do this, like, I want to, like, be a boy, but, like, his friend, like, wasn't really, like, getting yeah. it, and, like, one of the things he said, Chris said was, like, it's not about looking like a boy, or it's not about girls, it's about being who I really am, mm-hmm. and I put a crying face, yeah. and I was, like, yes, like, that, like, it's is- that's
0: yeah it's whoever you want to be like you don't even like he says it's not about being a boy or girl it's just being and having your likes and that's being who you want to be like
1: judgmental free and like yeah like just let him be and that was like (laughs) i'm gonna cry
0: okay so then um then we find out he was uh beaten by some boys Mm -hmm. at his school and it was so bad that it caused a spinal fracture. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids were suspended and on probation. Um, so stupid. And he he told his best friend... Um, oh, and then eventually he told his friend Colton, like, what happened. Like, who he is. Um, and then I have stuff like, mom was okay with transition at first. Okay, so... Um... Mia, again, her sister died, but then her parents divorced, but they live in the same house. So Mia, ha- Maya, sorry, not Mia, Maya, has to navigate mom and dad not talking to each other. So, like, like a if, divorce still inside the house,
1: like a separation, sister's death.
0: Yeah. And I think it was alluded that. Dad cheated on mom? Yeah. No, they did say that. Yeah, okay. Um, But they don't go into too much detail. Mm -mm. They just mention it real Mm -mm. quick. But it was one of those situations where if, like, Maya is eating at the breakfast table and dad comes in and is cooking his breakfast and mom comes in, she'll leave. Like, they don't have any communication at all. So awkward. Um, Yeah. Then we're introduced to Neil. Mm -hmm. And Neil was um, Mallory's. Like, best friend, mm-hmm. and he was like in love with her. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's this, this incident where there's like a little party, mm-hmm. and there's like, I imagine it like what I see in the movies, like a bonfire <laughs> in the middle of nowhere again, trees all around <laughs> in the forest, which you know you're not supposed to go into. And that's when the murders happen. Yeah. So, then I'm uh, Chris... This into a <laughs> Chris is at this party. Because uh, he doesn't know anybody, and he got invited, yeah. and so he's there. He's like, sure, okay. And so one thing that uh, Maya is doing is she's hiding in the trees because she has the camera. Uh, the camera, and she's trying to get a shot, but it ha- just so happens to be near where these people are having their party. Mm-hmm. And I think she falls off, or somehow yeah, they she falls- find her. <clears throat> they bring her out, and they're like, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? That's so creepy, and blah, blah, blah. And... Maya tells us about a previous incident that after Mallory died, like, she used to hang out with these people. Yeah. Um, uh, like, she even says, like, I'm not a sociable
1: person. Like, you know, I don't know none of these friends. But like that was, like, kind of, like, her way of kind of,
0: like, getting to know Mallory. Yeah. Because she says she didn't really, like, know her.
1: Yeah. And, like, all of her- Mallory's friends were kind of, like, using her little sister kind of, like, as a grieving mechanism. Like, oh, this is the only thing left of, like, Mallory. Her yeah. Her little sister. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which obviously is kind of shady. Like, yeah, not want to be, like, oh, a reminder of your dead sister. Yeah, and, like, that's what she was. She was, like, Mallory's little sister. Yeah, so, um, the, the Maya just talks about how in the past, when she's at this party with these friends, um, she gets really, really drunk, and Neil tells her something like, um, I want to know where all of her Mallory's pictures are because I should have them. That's what she would have wanted. So then Maya gets up and she goes on like a rant and she's yelling at him and she tells him that she burned all the pictures, which we know is not true. Uh, but she's just trying to make him angry. Cause like, she's like, how do you know what she would have wanted? Mm-hmm. And then she says a lot of hurtful things to Neil. Mm-hmm. Like um, you loved her, but she never loved you back. Mm-hmm. And then, she kind of bad-mouthed her dead sister. Mm-hmm. And she said all these things like, oh, she just used people. And she says that she thought she would, she was doing the right thing and she would have gotten in people to know her real sister. Mm-hmm. But somebody recorded her. And later when she watches it, she had been so drunk that she was like slurring. Like it didn't come out like how she, she thought, thought she, she said um, so now that was a flashback. Now we're in present, but she's obviously sober. She had just been caught, kind of looking like she was spying on mm-hmm. these people having a party. So Neil, like, like grabs the camera because he recognizes it's Mallory's. Was,
1: at that point, he was also like a little. He
0: was drunk, yeah. And so he, they were, they exchanged some words basically, and um, Chris had to step in and kind of help Maya get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. So they leave. And Maya's like, I don't need your help. And he was like, I'm not trying to help you, but you but, know But like
1: it just kinda of brought him back to like what happened to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh like shit, like
0: <laughs> So we don't know down. we don't know the extent of and we will find out what happened to Chris. Mm-hmm. But uh Like we know it's bad he was hospitalized. Yeah. And it I feel like it gets worse and that's so sad. It um, does Ugh. Okay. Oh, let me see um yeah neil tell Neil tells uh Maya that Mallory hated her, and then we're introduced to Hayden, who is Maya's best friend, but they have definitely um there's been a strain to their friendship since Mallory died mm-hmm. um and she's trying to like connect with Maya, but Maya is basically i would say Maya is still grieving her sister and she's very much depressed mm-hmm. because it seems like she in front of Hayden, she wants to seem like everything is fine, but things are obviously not fine. Mm-hmm. Um We find out Maya works at the general store and yeah. So she's works there. That's their target. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> She's yeah. She's at the the general store one day, and there's like a big storm. And then when she comes out, um, her tires are her slashed. Her tires were slashed, which we can kind of assume was Neil because he was pissed. So Chris gives her a ride, um, and I think they're. It's a, such a sweet, like, uh, beginning to get to know each other type story. Because the, the theme is young love. <laughs> there's also themes of like grief and there's three themes of like i wouldn't even say gender identity it's like a theme of just like love acceptance yeah Yeah.
1: and that's like one of the things that i really liked about this book it wasn't like i like how he talked about like the transition and all the things that he has to go through and stuff but it's also kind of like not being like oh this is what it's all about and it was not like even though I am, I'm still, falling, I'm still a teenager. I'm still falling in love. I'm still doing dumb things. I was like, that's so great. Like, we need those perspectives.
0: Yeah. And, <clears throat> and it's almost like it was, re- it was refreshing because even though, yes, we talk about his past where he was bullied, but he moving to this town for the summer, he was basically like a fresh start because nobody knew no, about yeah, him. Nobody. So when they saw him, they saw him as Chris. As a, yeah. And so, as in a way, he, he was like free as what he wanted them to see him. Yeah. As Chris. Like, he was kind of free. It, it must have been freeing. So, yeah. So then there's like a 4th of July picnic. But, uh, didn't that day that her tires were slashed, wasn't that the day that he
1: went into the general store kind of looking for her? And then, like, he had like random <laughs> he stuff. He had like random stuff. Like, he kind of like bumps into her, like, casually. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he had like
0: oven mints and like, like, I think erasers. Erasers, like things that wouldn't like. Go. Yeah. Like my target stuff. Yeah. I feel like I always go and I get random things. And then she's like, she said, yeah, then I later found them like in the pile somewhere.
1: <laughs> so like she knew that he, that he was just there to like see her.
0: Yeah. Which I think of like, if I go, if I think of myself and I'm thinking like I'm what, they're like 17, yeah. 16 because they still have a year left of high school. Yeah. Like, I would have been so, like, ooh, he came, to look at me. he came to look for me at the store. Oh, my gosh. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, that's how I kind of felt. Like, yeah. It was such a cute little love it story. It was cute. Um, okay. So, then there's, like, a 4th of July thing. Picnic, yeah. And mm-hmm. she kind of gets into a confrontation with her friends. So, she starts to leave, but she runs into Chris. hmm so uh, they're talking about her bike, how the tires are still slashed. And so then Chris was like, well, let's get bike parts. And instead of going to their general store, because she's like, I she work works. there. They drive kind of like an hour away to a different town to that's go. that's what you do in small
1: towns. You drive an hour away to go to another town. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, So they go to this other store to get bike parts, which this part was kind of cool because they go into the store and... And the guy that owns it was being very rude and would only, like, refer to Chris when it came to, like, bike parts. But he would just be like, I don't know. She has all the information. And he kind of let her be like, I know my shit. My bike, because he was like, I bet you don't even know, like, what tire you have or whatever. And she's like, like, yes, I do. I took a picture and all this stuff. So he's like, so I walked away because I knew she could handle it. And I was like, thank you.
1: Yeah, because, like, um, like I said, he does talk about, like, He's had both experiences, like, having the perspective of when he, like, was a girl and, and, like, how people and adults talk to him. And, like, now that he is a boy, like, he's noticing, like, these, like, little, like, microaggressions in a way. Yeah. Look at me using words. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's it for today. That's all the word you get. <laughs>
0: word of the day. Microaggression. Micro-
1: Microaggression. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: But I love that he's like, like, ugh, like, I've dealt with these assholes before. Like, whatever. Like, she knows her shit. Just, like, talk to her. I'm going to walk away. And I was like,
0: good for you. Yeah. And so <laughs> kind of piggybacking <laughs> off of that, um, when they're leaving, it's like, it's getting dark. And so she tells him, like, hey, hey. I think we should go home. Yeah. And he was like, okay. Now he's in the perspective. He was like, oh, well. Duh. Well, i'm a boy we barely know each other i drove her an hour, hour away. away she didn't oh, tell anybody yeah. as a male this could go really bad like you know people, i didn't even think about that until he explained it i was like oh shit <laughs> like yeah that's so true like this is how people get murdered this sometimes is get murdered. and so he was kind of, i, I like that he fought for both sides. Not mm-hmm. fought, but like he give you he gave you the perspective and the pros and cons of both sides. Yeah. So the, you know, like yeah, how women are treated, but also how men are treated mm-hmm. and how potentially, you know, he could be looked at by the people of the town like, "Oh my gosh, he took her an hour away and didn't like tell her." You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I really like that um part when he's like he was like, oh, well, duh, like, uh, he, she's alone with a boy that she barely knows that's new to this town and no one knows anything about, didn't tell anyone where she was going, and it's getting dark. Yeah. Of course, she's like, kind of like, hey, like, let's leave. Yeah. And like, he was like, yeah, of course, let's go. And I was like, oh.
0: The level of consent in this book was <gasps> the amazing. The level? Yes. The level of consent. Oh, my God. I was like, yes, yes. For yes, everything. Yes. Even she asks him for yes, consent. And I yes, was like, yes, yes, oh, my yes, gosh. Yes, Okay, we'll get to that part. Amazing, amazing. We'll get to that part. (laughs) Okay, so on their drive, like they talk about their dreams and like aspirations, and we find out Chris wants to go to space. Well, not, he doesn't want to go to space, but he wants to study space. Astrologist? Um, Astrology? Something like that. Engineering. You know, basically work in like the space industry. He really likes, like, he's. Always on his telescope and, you know, things like that. Um, Maya. Maya lies. Yeah. And she basically, she mimics her sister. Mm-hmm. So she tells him all the things her sister wanted to do. Like work for National Geographic and take pictures and be artsy-fartsy. Um, and I think it's because she's young, so she's still exploring her identity and as and, and she
1: got went through this like major like crisis in her life, like yeah. not even
0: one, two.
1: Parents are getting divorced; they're like separated but not separated, living in the same house, and she
0: lost her, her sister. sister. Yeah, and so <clears throat> it, now as an adult, obviously, like you can look at this and be like, okay, obviously, Chris knew what he liked and what he wanted to be from a young age, but there are. Young teenagers that don't know until after they graduate high school what they want to do mm-hmm. with the rest of their life.
1: Even in college, like three years in,
0: you're just like, like, <sighs> I don't know what I want to do. So I look yeah. at her as, you know, a realistic person. Pers- she's role playing. She's still in that developmental stage of role play. I am. Look at us. <laughs> we are hitting our milestones. Oh, Miss Tracy moment. would be so proud. <laughs> Dr. Ewing, this one's for you. <laughs> And, and one of those <clears throat> things she's doing is she's trying to see, like, if she would fit into this role that her sister had. Obviously, she doesn't. And at the end, we still don't even know what her interests really are. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, she has time to learn that. Um, so, she, you know, she tells the sister's dreams. Um. I put, I like the way... Okay, I already said that. Oh, another thing. Chris always listens before speaking and he makes a point about it like he'll say he's about to say something he's like i'm gonna hold off because i could still see that she's thinking and so like he'll he'll he will process and then speak or he will let her start to say something and then if she pauses he just waits until she's gathered her thoughts and then she talks
1: he's an active listener and communicator
0: wow look at us today (laughs) it's the coffee (laughs) Uh, yes. So I and that's like a big point throughout the story. So I mm. like when they're talking, he mentions it a lot. So I'm like,
1: oh, I like this. I
0: really like. <laughs> sorry, that you're gonna say something. No, go
1: ahead. I really like uh stories like the like this because like they're modern and like these are the mm-hmm. type of stories that I really want you know these young adults to read yeah. and be like, oh, okay, like. Yeah, like what is
0: act like active listening, you like know?
1: The cons- the amount of consent, like mm-hmm. that's so important. Like, I remember reading uh Nicholas Spark, like, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> or even if we just want to go more recently, when we read the bromance Twilight and Twilight. I mean okay. like him in the room, like that's fucking creepy. Yes. And we like fucking were like, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many it's so wrong on so many
0: levels. But no, if know. you if you think <laughs> if you think about the bromance book, you know the part where he like is trying to talk to her and he aggressively just kisses her? It's like, no, that's not what she wanted. So mm-hmm. why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And so and that's a newer book, but mm-hmm. this is obviously, I, I like that it's um, somewhat towards a younger crowd mm-hmm. so that they start to feel like, yeah, somebody needs to ask me before mm-hmm. if I want to be touched, mm-hmm. especially young kids. Like, mm-hmm. come on. I don't know. I really liked it. I but really, yeah. really, really liked that part of it. Um, Good job. Amber Smith. Okay, Thank you. I forgot her name.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> you complete my sandwiches. There you go. Just like, (laughs) I (laughs) don't know.
0: So then, uh, let's see. Um, So then Chris, that like helps her fix the bike. Um, Dad comes out and actually her dad helps Chris. Like they really learn how to fix the bike. Um, Okay. So then at one point, this is where we're starting to get like a little bit more into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Maya goes to Chris's house and he's showing her the telescope and they're looking at Jupiter or something like that. And then Saturn, I don't know Space. and yeah, and they're looking at each other. But before this, Maya had been in the barn. Sorry, the barn is where Mallory would keep all her photos and stuff Luke, and her, her film. Arts. Yeah. And she had seen this one <laughs> picture that she kept trying to mimic like go and look at through that lens but she couldn't find it and it was like a door or window i can't remember and she can't find it so then she's on this balcony with Chris and they're talking and they're about to kiss and they're so close they're about to kiss and all of a sudden like she sees like the angle which is the door mm-hmm. and she's like so the the moment is lost they're not going to kiss because she's like Oh shit this is uh, this is where I need to come again so I can pick up the camera and put it through this lens and so the moment is kind of lost, but they did almost kiss, and it was a very sweet moment. Go read about it, and then, um, <laughs> read about consent <laughs> and then um so Maya leaves, but she's like, okay, the next day when nobody's home, I'm gonna sneak it onto Chris's balcony, and I'm gonna try to like do the camera lens thing so um aunt go- Chris's aunt goes to work. Chris decides he's going to go on a run because Chris runs, like, track and field. So, he's going to go for a run. Um, oh, and I guess I should mention because this is going to be pretty important. One of the things that I think, um, like, trans people do, and I'm so sorry because I'm not that aware of, like, transitioning or, like, things people do. But mm-hmm. he would <clears throat> he would bandage his breasts. Mm -hmm. To make himself flat. And I think there's special bandages you can Mm -hmm. use. Um, So, yes, I just needed to mention that because Chris wears those. Um, So then, so Chris goes on a run. So Maya's like, perfect timing. Chris is going to be out for a while. Anna's at work. So she goes, she climbs up, she's on the balcony. And all of a sudden, like, she hears noise And she's like, oh, shit, somebody came back. But that's weird. Who is it? For a moment there, I was like, oh, my gosh, is the house getting burglarized? Like, I thought something else was going to happen. But then it, because it's dual perspective, you actually find out Chris had gone running and he, like, fell. (laughs) And he, like, scraped himself pretty badly. Like, his, like, Like knee, um, something on his belly or back, um, hands. So, he had to go back. So, he's in there and he's undressing, but. He avoids seeing himself in the mirror. Once it comes to his chest. Yeah. And so then um, he takes off the bandage and she sees him. And that's what she's like, oh.
1: She's like, I recognize those curves because yeah.
0: I have. Yeah. And so she just realized <clears throat> Chris um, is trans.
1: But like she didn't, she didn't want to look at it. But like it was like a curiosity kind of thing. Like,
0: <sighs> I mean... She's, like, what, 16, something? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't like she was, like, she Ugh. didn't ask for consent.
1: She didn't like, ask for consent. Um, but it wasn't kind of like a, like a, like, oh, I want to snoop on you kind of thing.
0: It was a, like. And also, if you think about it, like, <laughs> if it's a boy taking off his shirt, like, <laughs> you you don't expect to see. Let me see them abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't expect to see, like, <clears throat> boobs. Yeah. And so... Because she did
1: notice that, like, he took off he his He was pants scraped. And then he took off his shirt and, like, the way he, like, put things away. And then, like, he saw him wearing, like, the bandage. bandage. And then she was like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's what, like, really caught her eye. He He's was like, why the... like Why yeah. is he wearing that? That's weird.
0: But, um... But she doesn't, like, act super crazy or anything. She's just like, okay. Oh, okay. And, um... She, <clears throat> hold on, I have to go down my notes, um. Uh, so then I put she doesn't see that it matters at all that he's trans. She likes him. She was just like, okay, like yeah. like it was, it was refreshing that it wasn't some dramatic thing happening. Yeah,
1: like oh my god, like he likes people. It was kind of like, like it did take her a while to like kind of be like, oh, he, yeah, like
0: oh, uh, okay,
1: oh, uh, okay, but she even said well that doesn't change the way
0: i feel about him. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> i know it was really sweet. Um <laughs> yeah, it was very refreshing in that way. So mm-hmm. i i like like that wasn't the main theme of the story mm-hmm. which was like
1: there's a really good Netflix uh movie. Uh-huh. Have you seen it?
0: I think i do. Is it uh the half of it? Uh no. Which is another really good one
1: you should um, watch.
0: It's kind of cheesy, but it's really good because the ending was kind of sad. No, it's not a movie. It's like
1: a documentary. And it's Mm -hmm. like talking about all like all these like trans actors are um, talking about how they are being like how they've been portrayed in uh, like the media, social media and everything. (sighs) People are going to kill me. I will figure out what it's called. But basically, they're like they're interviewing a lot of like transgender. um, Individuals. actors. Mm -hmm. Actors actors and they're like uh, asking them questions like oh how do you think they see you like this or like why do you think they see you like that and then like one of the things that they said that they were tired of seeing like such a cliche is that when like there is a transgender person there that it's always like a big like oh my god like why or blah blah, blah. like i've been lied to you, this this is and that um and like they were like we're just like tired of seeing like that, like that's not, it shouldn't, um, it shouldn't be like so, like so dramatic. Like, yeah, we're trans and like, that's it. Like, who cares? Is it Disclosure? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I think. Yes. It's called Disclosure okay. and it's a really good, um, documentary, Document documentary, um, and it, like, gives you pers- – like, it gives you their perspective and, like, things that you n- would never thought – like, think about. Like, one mm-hmm. of the things that they talk about is, like, one of the punchlines is, like, oh, you dress like a girl. Like, that's hilarious. And they're, like, that's why people don't take us serious because they think we're funny. We're trying to be funny. And I was, like <gasps> – Yeah. I was so sad how this this because, like, it really opened my eyes to, like, all of these things that, like, you see in TV shows, like – daily like they would bring out yeah. clips from movies and tv shows that like i really like that i was like oh, i'm so sorry i didn't know that yeah and like i like watching documentaries like that i love seeing perspective different perspectives which i really enjoyed this book
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but if you can check out disclosure and like um when i read this book that's the first thing that came up i was like they did what this author did exactly what, like, the transgender kind of community was trying to tell us. Like, yeah it shouldn't be a surprise.
0: Yeah. Like, it
1: happens. Yeah. So, I was like, great.
0: Yeah. So, I liked <laughs> – because I feel like if uh, Maya would have gotten angry and shocked and all this drama, it would have taken away from – yeah It, it just – it didn't need yeah, to happen. It didn't, yeah, it like, did not need to happen. now that we've re- read it and it didn't happen – I don't need it, I don't need I, yeah. the drama. I so don't need fine. the drama, yeah. I was so happy. I was
1: like, oh my god, thank you for being open minded
0: yeah. And so, and then what ha- ends up happening is like obviously she can't tell him that she knows I'm naked, because she was, like <laughs> spying, yeah. Um, so she just like keeps it to herself and she keeps like seeing him. Um, and then they and go, they met their love girls. <laughs> yeah. And so then they go on this drive because she wants to go find this statue at some place. Yeah. So the they're the in his graveyard. Car. Yeah, they're at a ge- graveyard. But it's not like a regular statue. It's like something different. Mm-hmm. So they're walking around. Um, and then eventually they do what teens do, which is they start making out in the front seat of the car, but then they move to the back. <laughs> Woo!
1: Because he has an old station wagon. So, you know, there's space. <laughs>
0: yeah. So they went back there and, you know, they're kissing. And, um, There's there's boob touching. Yeah, because like... Because <laughs> he's like...
1: Because Chris doesn't want to because he's like... Uh, he doesn't
0: want her to touch him and then find out because he yeah. doesn't know that she knows.
1: But like he did want to like kiss her and grab her. But like he was also very like conscious. Like, I don't want to. So like she like, put his hands, like, up her shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he was like, enough. The bra. I was like, oh,
0: girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, you go, me. girl. <clears throat> um, And then again, I just, I love how much, like, consent was asked at this point. Because yeah. he would ask her, like, are you okay with this? And then she would be like, are you okay? Because I think she knows he's going through something. And so she just wants to make sure, like, that this does this doesn't become like a bad memory or something like yeah. that, yeah, um I love, love that yes da, 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 da. um yeah, but he's worried about touch uh, like her touching his bandage, um, they said, all like nothing crazy, like it's just making out, um, and then I believe this is the point where he tells her yeah. that he's trans. Um, and she was just like, okay. And like, that was it. I think I even forgot that the point where he told her because I don't think it was like so crazy or I I can't remember if she was just like, I know. And he was like, okay. Like he, she didn't need a whole explanation. Yeah. And then they just kept dating. Yeah. So like now they're together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, at one point, like Neil, like Chris runs into Neil and Neil warns him about like, her she crazy yeah and he was just like okay I mean, whatever I um yeah and um i'm just trying to see if i mention it later i think okay well we'll just keep going um so one day uh and at this point like we're kind of getting like if i see this like a movie this is like the the scenes where everything is to a song. Oh, like a little montage. Montage. Of there like, you go. That's the word. <laughs> like she would miss. She would call into work. And I think her friends. One time Hayden was like. Summer loving happens so fast. Because it was like. It's a summer flame. <laughs> it's a summer fling. And so it's really cute. And um, I, that's how I, I picture the montage of them. Like just basically hanging out all the time. And he. He or Maya, they explain, like, when his aunt's not home, they hang out at his place. You know what I mean. And when her parents are home, they hang out at her place. And it's just, like, they're just, you know, they're having teenage fun. Oh,
1: that's so cute. Teenage. Uh,
0: Montage over. (laughs) (laughs) And cute. So then one day, uh, Maya's taking a really long time getting home from work. And he's, like, looking out the window. And he... He's waiting for her, and she should have been home already, but she's not. Um, So he's like, okay, I'm not going to call her right away. Like, I'm not going to be all psycho and be like, where are you? Um, (laughs) That's me. (laughs) And so then he, like, starts to take some deep breaths. Now we're going to get kind of a little bit more context of what happened before he came. Like, what was the tipping point? Um, So he – now we're flashback. And so he says he was running – um where he lived and these boys from his school were like hey uh chris you want to come and see these fireworks and he was like no because he didn't like really talk to a lot of he didn't have a lot of friends but his mom had been kind of saying like you need to make friends and yada yada so then he changes his mind and he follows i think it's three boys and he follows them into this i don't know again i just imagine forest (laughs) he follows them in And, uh, he's like, all right, like guys, where's, where are these fireworks? And then they start basically, uh, first they start harassing him like, oh, why do you dress like a guy? And, um, so then he starts to realize like something bad's going to happen. Like he has this feeling. So he starts to kind of like back away, but basically they start beating him on the ground, like kicking him. Like, I mean, he was hospitalized. He had like spinal fracture. Like they were kicking his ass. Like it was really bad. Um, and eventually, um, like he, later he has to, when he, I don't know if it, yeah, I guess it's fine. Later when he goes home, he revisits the spot that he was, um, like attacked and he's looking at it from all perspectives. And he remembers that there was one boy that was pulling his pants down. The other boy that was on top of him was actually pulling up, um, we took off his shirt, I think, because they were making fun of his bandages. So not only were we dealing with... Beating up. Beating up, but they were going to, like, like sexually harass him. They did. Well, yeah, they did. I mean, there was... Thank goodness it didn't get too far. Yeah. But that was their plan. Yeah, because... So reading that, I was just like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, poor kid. And then um, he then remembers that his best friend, Colton, came up and he froze... But then he immediately called 911.
1: Yeah.
0: And so then he told them to run because he had already called 911. So his friend Colton, like, found him and was able to um, stop it before it got any worse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, like, at one point, he says, I remember that one of the boys put, I grabbed my hand and put it on his genitals and I can (gasps) feel. Yes. He's, He's like, the zipper, like, burned my hand because, like. I was
0: like, <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, because th- th- he was telling him like, Ugh. oh, no, this is what you don't have, like you don't have this, you don't have this, but like they were enjoying it, like that. Yeah, the that's scary
1: part. That's like, messed up.
0: Yes, this is how
1: psychopaths are. Like, dude, like
0: I'm gonna cry. Yeah, it was <laughs> reading it was, was definitely uncomfortable, but it was like an uncomfortable that everybody should, should feel. Yeah, because. Like, if you didn't feel anything
1: when that scene happened, it's like, bro. Yeah. Like, that was
0: bad. Like, I had a, like, a little panic. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So fucking scary. So, in a way, like, you know, he's kind of like, so then that flashback was caused because he's like, where is she? So, mm-hmm. he's like concerned mm-hmm. and he always feels like um, people can get hurt that way. And so, I mean, you get it. Um, so, he can't find her, and I, and I, I think I missed a part, but eventually, um, uh, so, she comes back, and then they go out with, um, their friends, their, her friends, Hayden mm-hmm. yes. and Gabby, mm-hmm. and so, but now she sees that her worlds are, her pretend world, and her, her who she is are kind of colliding, and obviously she doesn't want Chris to know too much about um what's her sister's name? I just said it not that long ago. Um, she doesn't want he doesn't she M- Maya doesn't want Chris to know about <clears throat> her sister because then he's kind of kind of be like, wait, isn't that what you like? So, you know, she's noticing this is happening, so she starts to kind of like avoid him because. Then he also tells her, like, I'm thinking of staying for the, my last year of high school here. Like, not just for the summer, but, like, staying, staying. And she starts to kind of panic. because She's like, oh, shit, he's going to find out. So she starts to, like, avoid him. And so then Chris ends up going to Neil and saying, like, like what's going on? And Neil basically was like, oh, yeah, well, Mallory. that There you go. Mallory. Used to that's Mallory's camera. That's why I was upset with her that day she was wearing it. And Chris was like, no, that's her camera. And then Neil basically tells her, tells him everything. Like, no, 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 she's lying to you. So then they, they confront, she, I mean, Chris confronts Maya and is like, you've lied to me and blah, 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 because uh, he's in the barn and he's looking at everything. and And so then they have this like fight and, um. Chris is just like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. So he grabs all his stuff and he leaves. He drives all the way to Buffalo um, to his 11 hours. He said, like, 10 hours, something like
1: that. He's like, I put 11 hours, something, something miles away from us. I was like, damn. He was
0: pissed. Yeah. I mean, somebody that's so vulnerable, I mm-hmm. think then to have somebody know a lot of you. And, and you trusted them because they were treating you so kindly. Then to find out that they lied to you, yeah. Because like I said, at the end, we still really don't know a lot about Maya as far as like what she likes and doesn't. So he could potentially be like, "What does she like?" I don't know her.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm yeah. Because then like it's also like a coming of age kind of thing. Like she's also just kind of figuring out who she is. Hmm.
0: So um. So yeah. So he's back at his parents' house. Um, uh, and, hold on, I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything from my notes. Um, I just, at the end, I was just putting, like, quick bullet points. So him and Colton... It goes by fast. Yeah, kind of, like, hash it out, like, Mm -hmm. what, like, they want to fix things. And that's kind of now the conversation that you brought, where he was just, like, I just want to be... Me and, like, they kind of come to a very nice um, closure. Closure, yeah. Um, then um, then we, the, I guess you kind of have Chris going through his closure with his friend. And then we have Maya kind of going through her closure with her friends. Because Maya and Gabby have, like, like I said, their friendship had been strained. So then she, they come over and they're like, oh, we heard he left. And kind of like a girl's post-breakup breakup, thing. Yeah. And so they go like water tubing, I'm assuming. Um, and everything, like they're friends again. But then she comes home. Oh, this part really like hurt me. <laughs> no, Santa, don't do it. Do not do it. Cry. Cry. I'm not going to cry. Cry. Um, Dead puppies. Yeah, so they like throughout the story Maya talks about this dog they have at home, who, which his name is Roxy. Great. <laughs> it's not the first time you have no many you have no idea how many dogs named Roxy I've I've met by Halloween trick or treating. Every time, like trick or treat, and there's a dog. Oh, Roxy, get inside! I'm just like, oh fuck, another dog named Roxy. Like, great. Anyways, um. So, like, throughout the book, the Yeah, dogs. you, like, the dog's there. And then um, one day, like, a different time in the book, she realizes, like, oh, I didn't let Roxy out quick enough. And she peed in the kitchen, or, and, like, so she cleans it up. But now this time, Roxy fell asleep next to her, her on the floor in the bed or something. So she gets up, and she sees there's a pee. And she's like, oh, Roxy peed again. It's okay. So she starts cleaning it up. And then when she goes to touch Roxy, Roxy has passed away. And I was like no. As a person having like an elderly dog, I was like, no, please. And my dog has had more accidents in like the last year. Um, and obviously we always like attribute it to old age or like, because we brought another dog into the house. So like reading that, I was like, no, please. Anyway, so Roxy dies, but that kind of, that moment brings her parents together because, they got the dog when, when she was young. So they kind of went <laughs> through that little memory. And obviously things are probably not going to be perfect. But it was kind of like a little bit of a closure for her as well. But now the, there's two things. No, another. Um, uh, sorry. Maya has to have closure with Neil. so She brings him over and she shows him the barn. And he was like, you didn't burn the pictures. And she's like, no, I was just basically like she was just trying to make him angry because she was angry. Um, so they, they have a good moment. Obviously he still doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to like her, but like she even lets him take a picture. That's his favorite of Mallory's. Um, so then Chris and his mom talk and this was because she was really, um, she wanted to connect with him because he came basically home with like a broken heart. So, obviously, no mom wants to see that. So, she was kind of like, you know, I want to, I'm here for you. And he was kind of like, oh, now you're here for me? And she was like, she kind of explained her perspective, which was, you don't understand, like, I basically lost my daughter. And, like, not that she's not grateful for everything, but she just had to process that. And... I think that that was fair to give the mom that perspective of like, and it again it wasn't in a very dramatic way. She just had a conversation with her son and had to just tell. Like they had it some time apart. They had almost all summer apart, and so I think that gave her time to reflect and and um, be able to like say it to him. And I think that that was beautiful. She was just kind of like, you don't understand. I feel like I lost. My daughter, and it was just all, and then you got beat up, and I could have lost you. And that is what scared me more than anything is that people are going to treat you bad. It's not that you're transgender. She was like, that's not it. It's that now your life is going to be 10 times harder. And you were beat up, you were hospitalized, we could have lost you. And then she was like, You don't understand. Those boys could have done way more to you because you were you're technically like physically you're a girl and so she was just like that's what i was worried about is you basically dying and being treated bad because nobody wants to see their child go through that and i was just like oh my
1: gosh i know i'm like tearing up right now
0: it was <laughs> it was beautiful and I, I, uh-huh yeah go ahead no go ahead i mean that that was it like i just i think I liked that that, her perspective was put in there as well. You really liked
1: uh, how she's like, it wasn't like, and now your life is going to get better. Because Mm -mm. reality is, it's probably not. Yeah. And, you know, for all those people, transgender people who are going to read this book, who will read this book, all the um, gender norm people read this book, anyone who reads this book, like... Has that perspective and hopefully, like, understands, like, we all need to be kind to each other because we don't know Mm -hmm. what another person has gone through. Because he went off his whole summer. No one knew what happened. Yeah. No one knew, like, at all what happened. And, like, it was really nice to, like, uh, because once she was, like, I was afraid for your life and I know it's going to get harder. And, but, like, I love you. And (laughs) I was, like, okay. And, um... It just I like how it wasn't like, and now you're gonna live a happy ending. It's like no, like it's gonna be hard, but it's okay because I got you and I love you. <laughs>
0: I like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. <sighs> it was a really great book. <laughs> it was like a lot of these uh, big conversations done in a very quick and yeah. like it wasn't super long. I think. Um, so then Maya drives the ten plus hours. Um, because she wants to go over and talk to Chris. Um, and they do. And they have this this very sweet conversation. Um, and then in the end, she goes back home and he stays in Buffalo. So I think this is where it it is, but it isn't surprising. Because it's not. The, and then they both lived happily ever after. Because, come on. They're the like senior year yeah. of high school. They're obviously not going to be together. I mean, some people do, you know. High school sweethearts and whatnot. But like it was their first love or at least Chris's first love. I would say Maya's too. I would say, yeah, Maya's too. Um, And so, you know, it was like a a summer thing. And it was, um, I think you mentioned it earlier too. It wasn't so focused on his transition. It was just a love story and him discovering who he is and and i think it was very 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 sweet um so that was the end i did because i finished the book early early (laughs) not like yeah not like an hour or two ago (laughs) you know i finished this
1: book like uh driving here (laughs) i was reading it at uh (laughs) 2.75
0: Um drive really slow. (laughs) Yeah. And so I had time to like not do full research, but I was watching this thing on YouTube with um the author and somebody else. They were kind of discussing the book. And did you know? I did not. (laughs) These are supposed to be two separate books. So she was writing a book about Chris. Oh. And she was writing a book about Maya. Maya. So like Her, the theme of that book would have been like grief, you Uh know, she lost a sister. And then Chris, right? Transgender. Uh Um, And, you know, I, I, multiple, like writers will have multiple projects going on. Oh, I didn't know that. So she was writing both books like at the same time. And and she was explaining how like sometimes when you have writer's block, like on one book, you just switch to the next one so that you can keep going. But that she got writer's block on both. And she just didn't know like what to do. And so then um, that something like kind of sparked and she just combined them. Which I think works because you have two very young individuals going through different different things that are very uh, like, um, what's the word? Not traumatic. Like it's very, like it's something that they're both having to overcome. Mm -hmm. And so then... They're doing it kind of together and finding out about themselves as they're growing up and so I think it was it it worked out for her that she was able to combine these two stories it worked out perfectly. I really like this story like it's yeah. a really good book and wow, I didn't know that that's, that's that's pretty cool yeah, so i again, I really liked it I really liked it too,
1: and if you can, please go check it out, go read it, go listen to it like i recommend um I think it was really heartwarming I thought the perspectives and um the themes were amazing and it's something that um we should all read yeah for sure and um I loved it so much and it was cute and yeah that was um what is it called something like gravity (laughs) something like gravity I'm really bad with names sorry Okay, I just
0: realized I'd never changed it in the bio to the currently reading. (laughs) It still does the Kevin at the end of the world. That's fine. fine. I'll change it right now for the next I've been posting it. Me too. Oops.
1: All
0: right, Judith, you want to take us into the next book? So, as we've discussed and said that we will...
1: Have our word, and we are taking a book recommendation from AH. Thank you so much. We are gonna do The Golden Cage by Camila
0: Lackberg. Yeah, that's how I would say it. Okay.
1: Um, I don't know what it's about, so we will find out together. Yeah, he kind of gives us a little bit of something, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. I'm excited too. I love, love, love getting recommendations, cause then. I don't have to think about what I have to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, okay, well, now he gave us two. I can always pick the other one next time. (laughs) There you go. Send us more. Yes. Please send us more book recommendations. Um, um, All the people we've harassed to listen, can you also please go and... Harass uh, other five people. (laughs) Yeah. Harass other five people. But uh, go write a little review. Give us five.
1: Five stars on Please Apple. <laughs> give us five stars on Jessica. <laughs> and give us a comment and be like, this fool does not know what he's talking about, or she or they, whatever. <laughs> These girls are great. See, I can't do it because then it's me. <laughs> yeah.
0: It'll say your name on there. <laughs> Just fucking <recommend> want this. Damn. <laughs> I can't rebuttal that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, and we hope you enjoyed this week's. Uh, Podcast episode. Enjoyed it. Um, And we will see See you next time. time. Bye. Bye.